0: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation.
1: Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, the show that will educate you how to barbecue. And today we will show you how you can help folks with barbecue. Yes, I'll explain that later. Thank you. Thank you for the dead stares from the, Ooh, everybody a in the room. Puzzle. <laughs>
2: such a, you're such a tease,
1: Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave guys along with our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan, Doc Hathaway, our barbecue resident doctor. How are you doing there, Doc? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Coming up, Stan Hayes. Now, this is so cool. I love having this guy on our show today, co-founder and CEO of Operation Barbecue Relief and and let me give you out the website now. It's Operation Bar- BBQ Relief org, or real short, they've made it, which is smart. O B R. That's O B R dot org. Uh, they were just down in Houston, feeding people down there with yeah. all the things going on with the weather related down there, and they over, I think I wrote down six million meals they have served I, to help people. Nine. Nine million. Nine, nine million. million meals. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Sorry, I got my six and my nine it, upside, okay. down. <laughs> I mean, <it's> upside down. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, upside down dyslexia. It's a real thing. I have it all. <laughs> but I, I pray to dog every day to go away. Anyway, so uh, but we're going to have him on the show and I'm really excited. First of all, talk barbecue and then right. all the great they do and we'd love for people to donate too. So. Absolutely. So again, that's OBR.org. We'll be going about that a little bit later. Also talking to our resident expert, Dan Doc Hathaway. Um, spring, almost here. I was driving over, listening to spring training baseball oh, on the man. radio. So excited. Saw guys on the golf course. I know. Uh, it, it, it. Everything's about to bust it's loose. It's about to bust loose. So, um, we're, so you know, people, it's time to start thinking about a new smoker or grill. Why not? You know, either replace the one or... Yeah, this is, you know, I
2: all day long I've, I've, I've been fielding calls about getting replacement parts. Is he really? This is the time where people open up their, their grills and they look at it and they're like, oh, well, well hell, I need, to, <laughs> I need to replace some parts in here.
1: So We'll be talking about that in the fourth segment. Um, and, you know, with all the, I hate to ever bring the show down because we like to, you know, it's barbecue. It's a celebration of life. It's upbeat. It's, yes, exactly, T-Bone. He's, he's making gestures over there. But I have to bring things kind of down in the dumps. Oh, go. I'm really missing football. Are you? I mean...
2: I, I, think, I think you're still a little bit in shock.
1: I, well... As we all are. Okay. And, and,
2: and, you know, you can. we just have to accept it, move on, and grow from it.
1: Yesterday was a nice weather day. <laughs> sure, sure, he believes that. Yesterday, I do not. I, I tell myself that every morning if, when if, I wake up. <laughs> if I did, I would go back to therapy. But <laughs> it, it was a nice day, uh, last Sunday, I should say. Yeah. And... You know, you would think, oh, it's a nice day. We'll go outside. No, I just wanted to sit in front of the TV and watch football, and there was no football. Well, don't you have the games saved on your DVR? No, because oh. I was so mad the way the season ended oh, that I, del- like I mad, deleted everything.
2: deleting everything? They're oh, that's all okay.
1: gone. Wow, what a d- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say
2: he's really making progress on his uh, on his therapy, but, you know.
1: Thanks for calling me a Richard there. Uh, T-Bot, I... <laughs> You know, the, now, now here's the thing. This past season, because of COVID, I watched every football game, home, alone, by myself, with the Cats, and it, I just, I miss, I miss the gatherings. I miss barbecue and man. football. Yeah. I miss going, you know, like, for instance, a buddy of mine would have us over a lot, and I'd always call ahead, and he, he oh, man, he would make this great brisket and ribs. It was just delicious. And nice. I'd call him ahead, and I'd go, well, what can I bring? Hoping he'd say nothing. And he'd be like, I, I don't know, a case of water. Okay. So I show up with a case of water. And he acts like I'm a big hero because I stopped at the convenience store, got some water, while he spent eight hours doing briskets and ribs. Well, I mean... Everybody contributes. I contributed. Here's some water. I'm going to eat now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Can I give you money? No? Okay, that's even better. So anyway, I'm just, I'm missing football. I'm watching a little bit of the NBA. We don't have a team here in our town. So. I wish we did. Yeah. Oklahoma is, uh, City is the closest, so mm-hmm. I cheer for them. And you know, they're in the finals every year. And um, But I do love hockey. Yes. I, I love I love the NHL, and I adopted um, the first year the Vegas Golden Knights came along. Yeah, they are my team now.
2: That's that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> then nobody can truly call you a bandwagon jumper because they're a newer team. They're brand new, brand and,
1: new. and the first year they were just kind of a hodgepodge yeah. of players from rejects from other teams, and they made it to the Stanley Cup Finals that year against Washington, who was so good. Yeah. Um, but they got that far and you know they're playing pretty good this year so uh, go Golden Knights I am cheering for you even though I hated their if you saw their helmets they had these really bright golden helmets remember the movie T-Bone remember what was the old movie Tron they were they, Tron, Tron yes and they wore those helmets was that the movie Tron is the movie I got it right Nailed it. That happens. So anyway, they have these ugly... I hope they got rid of them. I, and they did the outdoor game the other day, which I love I was it. watching
2: a little bit of the outdoor game. I, I love the outdoor so game. So do I. I, remember, I always look forward to that on New Year's I, Day I when they first it. started it. Yep. So great.
1: And they decided, let's play hockey on
2: a Slurpee. Yeah, well, I yeah, I saw that they had like what like a four hour or five... Or actually, it was like six hours. The problem
1: delay. was it was cold enough, but they were up in high altitude and the sun hits you harder in high oh, yeah. altitude yeah. and it melted the ice. So they had to do it at night. There was a, like a... What, a 10-hour break in between the hockey, yep. between like the first period and the second they period? They had to get dark before they... They had to get dark. and They should have
2: just come to Kansas City. We had plenty of ice
1: for them. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done it on a lake without no, <laughs> a problem. Yep. And it's time now for your Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix-it man, this week sponsored by our March... That's right, March Barbecue Sauce of the Month. So good to say that. Eat Barbecue IPO Sauce, 16-ounce bottle, only $6.49. And it's the sauce that made Rod Gray's team, Pellet Envy, a national champion and made Ron Gray. I said Ron, didn't I? It's Rod Gray, isn't it? <laughs> it's Rod it's Gray. It's Rod Gray. I don't know. <laughs> Ron, we're changing your name. I mean, Rod, we're changing your name to Rod. Uh, it's the best rib cook in the country. And uh, you can get it at the Kansas CityBBQstore.com. T Bone, what's our question this week? Dear Doctor Dan, I've just moved to Denver, and Ooh. I know that the boiling point changes with the altitude. Oh, what changes do I need to make when it comes to smoking and grilling? Good question. And that is from Jeff Williams from, um, um, formerly from uh, somewhere. It Good was now, on Den- here. Oh, Denver. Yes, okay. Denver. <laughs>
2: So that I that's a great question, to me and I learned this lesson the hard way when I cooked up in in Frisco, Colorado, a couple of years ago. And luckily, there were some guys that had been there for a while that actually helped, you know, talk me through the whole process. So it's it's pretty simple. As you get higher and the uh, the atmospheric pressure drops, your your boiling point goes down, mm-hmm. and so your finish temperatures are going to be a lot less than what they would. So, for example, like Houston, Texas, is about a hundred hundred feet. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, they're about 100 feet above sea level. And so their water boils at 212 degrees. Kansas City, we're about 1,000. It boils at 210. But Denver, where it's 5,200 degrees or... yeah, Feet? (laughs) Feet. It's on the face of the sun. No, (laughs) 5,200 feet. uh, Your water is going to boil around 202. Oh, wow. And so what you can do, you can do one of two things. Actually, you can do both of them and come out pretty good. For every 1,000 feet, above sea level, you drop your temperature two degrees on your cooker and your finished temperature is going to drop two degrees as well. So you just do the math and uh, like, for example, when I cooked in Frisco, a brisket that I would normally take to 210 degrees, a finished temperature at 300 degrees on the cooker, it actually finished at 199. Wow. And it blew my mind and it scared the living (laughs) heck out of me because I was getting close to turn-ins and my brisket was stalling out. And it got to 200 degrees, and I was just like, the heck with it. Sliced into it, and it was moist and
1: perfect. And Jethro, I want to ask you how long it took you to do the math on that. So- well, I got <laughs> me one of them ciphering machines. Jeff and Denver, thank you for your question. We're going to send you... Eat IPO barbecue sauce The sauce is a little bit On the thinner side And has some sweetness Vinegar twang And maybe a little warm On the back of your throat And you can get it At the BBQStore.com Coming up I am so looking forward To talking to Stan Hayes He is the co-founder And CEO Of Operation Barbecue Relief And you can look him up At OperationBBQRelief.org Or OBR.org And we'll be talking to him Next right here On Barbecue radio nation
0: be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories skewers racks thermometers books and so much more at the Kansas City com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve
2: years flying choppers.
0: When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen.
3: My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country.
0: Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories.
1: They can be overwhelming. With the veteran's crisis line, I know where to turn when we
0: need support. I made the call and got support for my sister.
3: I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care and
2: it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press one or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. I'm Andrew Saul, commissioner of social security. Beware of telephone scammers
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation, Dave Caius, along with Dan Hathaway. And we've got with us Stan Hayes. I am so excited. He's the co founder and CEO of Operation Barbecue Relief. We've talked about this before, but I'm so glad to discuss this in detail. Let me give out the website real quick. It's org, Or if you want the shorter version, which is the way to go, OBR as an operation barbecue relief.org. And it's really easy to donate, and you can see all the great work that they're doing stan hayes welcome to the show how are you doing hey guys thank you for having me on we we we're glad i uh understand you just got back from houston and you uh the old joke is i just flew back from houston and my arms are tired but you've been standing on your feet for what how long how many days down in houston helping feed people
3: yeah so we we uh we spent eight days uh feeding in uh the the Houston greater metro area. Um I was there on the ground seven of the days and uh yeah yeah like you said uh um you know it's a good it's a good thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hour days um when you know, the volunteers and um the, the core guys are on the ground making sure to everything from you know processing the food to cleaning to then having to repeat itself for the day. Mm-hmm. So um it's a uh, it's a big it's a big chore but it, it's also the one of the most rewarding things that uh pretty much any of our volunteers uh um have had an opportunity to do and uh um yeah feeding somebody a hot barbecue meal i heard somebody say it one of my one of my new guys said it this week you know feeding somebody a hot barbecue meal is like giving them a big virtual hug oh yeah when absolutely. you can't
1: be there absolutely and and you mentioned to us that you you guys did 37,000 meals down there in 8 days so let's let's talk about um, and we're going to talk in detail about your organization cuz i absolutely love your organization and by the way very easy to donate to obr.org real easy to donate but Let's talk about the food. I mean, when you're you're when you're cooking for the masses down there, what's what's how do you guys cook that much? What are you cooking yeah. and how do you do it?
3: Well, you know, um, one of the very first, you know, companies that, that truly believed in the mission of Operation Barbecue Relief is um, Old Hickory Pets and, and David Knight and family um, have, you know, been with us since the beginning and and really that's where it all starts with is having having you know the large high capacity commercial pits that they make um to to really put out the amount of volume that we have so Mm -hmm. you know when we're when you're doing when you need eight thousand, you know before you know for lunch you know you're you're starting very early um you're running it overnight and having you know, a propane-fired pit like that, uh, you know, just – it. I know it may not – you know, the, the guys that are sitting there cringing because they got stick burners and everything – it would kill people to have to sit there all night and feed those
1: <laughs> 37,000 meals. I mean, come on, you got to cut some slack here. It's well, still yeah. barbecue. Well, well, not to
2: mention the amount of wood that you would have to haul around. And, and since you guys oh. are actually on the ground doing this for, to feed people for a great cause, I mean, you don't want to wrap up all your expense in a bunch of wood.
1: Actually what they'd have to well, do is they go down to the city, cut down a tree and then they start <laughs> cooking for people. <laughs> but,
3: and, and, in actuality, we've been able to also, uh, you know, in, In different parts of the country, um, you know, smokers, uh, bringing smokers to a fire uh, like Northern California wildfires having having some of the the people uh, questioning why we're there, you know, making the air quality worse, bringing bringing smokers. and, And what people don't understand is the kind of smokers we're using. You know, run on propane. Yeah. Propane's the most it is the cleanest burning energy right now that 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 is out there. So, other than solar, and you know, solar's not really going to power that pit. Not today, at least. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> no,
1: not not not, but, not, in, not in Texas in an ice storm. No, it's not going to do it. So, now it, so it, Stan, I want to ask you: what, what did you guys cook? Didn't you do a lot of uh, pulled pork? Was that kind of the main meal you guys so, were serving? So,
3: yeah, you know, another Kansas City, you know, company, Seaboard Foods is uh, Prairie Fresh is the the brand. Um Prairie Fresh is one of our top, you know, sponsors out there. And so we cooked a lot of, you know, pork product in general, but yeah, a lot of pulled pork and a lot of uh pork loin. <laughs>
1: Now, I know. Yeah, it, I, I now did you do you get that in Kansas City and then transport? I know you have I saw two trucks on your video. You had the, the freezer truck and then you had the the uh the moving truck to put the the smokers in. But do you bring all the meats down from Kansas City?
3: So we actually we actually pre stock a lot of it. Um, so uh, different times of the year when when there's a high high availability, we we will uh we work with them to get the product, and we actually store it in a couple of different freezer warehouse spaces around the country. Okay, Dallas being one of the biggest ones that we have, um, and and more of the centralized one. But we have a couple of smaller ones, um, and that's just because trying to, you know, get a company to give us truckloads of meat sometimes uh, quickly doesn't always happen very quickly and having it in our own having it in freezer storage we can pull that especially if it's during the week Mm -hmm. we can usually pull it uh you know within 24 hours and have it on the
2: road yeah that's great i mean you know uh, seaboard they're they're a national you know they're based in kansas city but they're you know they're a huge pork producer so you can they probably have pork all over the country ready for you guys I would imagine.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the cooking process of that much pork. What, what do you do? I mean, how, how, how long are you smoking it temperature wise? Give us some details on that. So, you know, we'll
3: do a lot like, you know, probably similar to many restaurants that run all hickories and stuff, but you know, we'll, we'll load, you know, unlike a restaurant, um, or most places we, we cook frozen product, um, you know, you just, it just cuts down your yield. So if you can, in a, in the ELEDX that we use, you can cook, you know, 80 to 90 pork butts. If they're fresh, you can jam them in there, but when they're frozen, you have to spread them out. And so you have to have more airflow, which cuts down, you know, instead of that, you're, you're maybe getting 65 pork butts if they're frozen on a smoker. Um, So we'll put those on by, you know, eight o'clock at night and uh um start running them you know maybe at 190 degrees then turn it up and you you know i can have one person sit there for four four high capacity smokers to check them overnight just in case you know you know something happens with a gfi that you know the power goes out the propane you know you have a you know whatever might happen to make sure that it doesn't happen right um but they've been the most reliable thing that we've had, and and you know usually by six o'clock in the morning, as you're getting there, you're you're between 180 and 190 90 degrees with those things, um, and you know internal temperature in your pork butts, and the way you know the process that we go through, and then by seven you're pulling those off. Uh, our process is we throw them into into just big you know uh, yeah. coffin coolers and let them continue to steam you know, pulling the bones out as we go. So when we're ready to process through a Buffalo chopper, um, you know, we can move that out fairly quickly and, and process fairly quickly
1: well stan i'm glad to hear you pulled the bones out that's always important when you're having pulled pork <laughs> hey listen we're, we're running out of time in this segment but we, we want to have you back and talking more about this it's stan hayes he's the co-founder and ceo of operation barbecue relief these guys are doing just such a wonderful job we'll give you more information you can check them out at obr.org and we'll be right back right here on barbecue radio nation
0: Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention.
2: CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit CDC.gov.
0: If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them?
2: By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kias, along with our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone. And of course, my co-host, our barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're talking with Stan Hayes, co-founder and CEO of, if you've not heard of, This has Made National News, it's such a great organization. It's called Operation Barbecue Relief, and they are exactly what the name says. They go out and help people in need. And you can donate, please donate, and check out more information at OperationBBQRelief.org or just simply OBR.org. That's OBR.org. Stan, before we get back to talking about your wonderful and I do mean wonderful organization, you guys have done over nine million meals for people. I got to ask, let's talk about Stan Hayes and what you like to barbecue in the backyard. Uh, you got uh, a family there. What do you got there?
3: Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we've I've got a, two kids, high school age. Um, they grew up, you know, competing in competition barbecue. Um, and the kids' incredible. cues and everything. So, uh, you know, I, I've got a variety of stuff that, that happens. It depends on who's cooking. If it's Stan <laughs> that's cooking, you know, I, I've gotten to the point where when I'm grilling, uh, salmon is probably number one on my list. Um, because you can do it so many ways, it takes such good flavor in so many ways as well. Um, whether it's I'd like, it's to, rubs, I'd like to interrupt this part
1: of the show because we don't want to talk healthy. Um, <laughs> if you're going to bring up salmon, <laughs> but uh, but I'm salmon. There's nothing better than grilled salmon. I mean, it's so good. Smoked salmon like that. Go ahead, oh, yeah. Stan. I'm sorry about no, that. No, no.
3: So so salmon. Um, but you know, my daughter's the re- resident like pork chop e- expert. My son's more. <laughs> My son's more of the steak expert, you know, um, and then, you know, I, I like that. I I love doing, uh, you know, just basic, um, you know, whether it's chicken thighs on the grill for fajitas or uh, I do a lot of pork tenderloin. And I think it's the most underutilized, you know, cut of meat at the grocery store that's, uh, that is cost effective because it's, it's like a beef tenderloin. It takes every flavor that you put on it so if you want it to be spicy you you know it'll take it if you want it to be you know sweet and smoky you know it'll take those flavors and if you cook it right you know like 135 degrees and let it rest it's just it's it's just fork tender it's it's so good so very nice those are those are the things you know um i don't i don't cook a lot of you know the traditional barbecue anymore and which is great because when i do i love it you know before i I, I, when i was competing quite a bit you know ribs were the last thing i was really going to eat
2: oh man i you know i i want to see stan hayes back out on the road doing a little barbecue contest because i miss those days of running into you out in seymour and all that stuff so you know, you need to get the oh, yeah. co- county line smokers back out and uh, and and get after
1: it. A yeah, because Stan only doing thirty six thousand meals down in Houston's not really enough. <laughs> well, no, that, that, that's just like <laughs> spring training for barbecue contests, right? You know, I mean,
2: you're you're a well oiled machine now. So, right. so Stan, so we were talking during the break, and and OBR's coming up on their ten year anniversary. It's amazing yes. that it's been ten years since you guys started that organization, and and you know, like you've you've done nine million different meals and, and all that stuff. What's what's in the future for OBR?
3: You know, I, I think the area that you, you you don't hear enough about yet on OBR is what we're doing outside of disaster. If you think about it. You know, disaster. You know, the gray sky days are are the disaster days, but mm-hmm. the blue sky days are a lot more prevalent. And so, we've been doing a lot more around military and veteran. Oh, that's good. awesome! And uh, um, uh, first responders. So we we had a proof of concept. It, it went really well, um, and then it, with COVID, it sort of you know has gone on hold um but it's called barbecue basic and Dan I'll be getting with you when we're in town because part of barbecue basic is we bring in veteran groups or we'll bring in first responders and we put them through a two-day class uh, from the basics of grilling into the some of the meat science and end with a little competition and when we do this we bring in mentor pit masters from the area to mentor four or five um you know people on a team and, you know, we've done things such as uh, we did Los Angeles Fire Department versus Los Angeles Police Department last oh, year, like That's a great idea that is. <laughs> you know, and and so I want to do that here. I, I want to do, you know, sort of a, a Kansas City, you know, um, PD versus uh, FD, but have it from not just Kansas City kansas or kansas city missouri but include overland park include these others and we actually were talking last year about doing this with the royals to coincide with around you know first responders day or something like that and it just didn't work out um, last year obviously but that's something that's on on the horizon you'll you'll also start hearing that we're we're working on a barbecue basic junior which will be more of an inner city play teaching kids on the inner city, how to grill and barbecue and how to, to learn, um, to cook for themselves. Um, and, uh, there, you know, we joked about it a minute ago about the salmon, but we're actually going to be focusing on hot, fresh meals with those, um, with the youth and trying to give them, you know, a, a good understanding of how they can cook fresh, hot, um, nutritious meals, and do it for the same price as what it would cost if they went down the road to, let's say, a you know, a, a fast food joint.
1: <laughs> you know, Stan, earlier you mentioned, uh, you know, Kansas City, a buddy of mine, he is the ringmaster for they have a, a boxing match between the Kansas City Fire Department and the police department every year. And I'm thinking, you know what? No more violence <laughs> let's put down the gloves and let's barbecue against each yeah. other and everybody gets fat dumb and happy and yeah. then everybody wins and nobody has any you know butterfly scar thingies on their forehead <laughs> so yeah. uh, I, I like I like your b- idea better um, so you guys um Dan mentioned you guys have done nine million meals over the years now yeah and
3: you know I actually um, 3 million was, wasn't even two years ago. Oh my gosh. So in, in, in 2020, we did right at, you know, 5 million meals. Um, about 3.9 of those were from, you know, COVID, you know, was during COVID sure. and related to um, working with different states and different uh, cities. Uh, and there we, we, you know, we had to make a major pivot. We actually hired restaurants that were closed or closing, um and uh um had them bring back staff and we procured um the uh, the goods needed for them to do it. Uh, you know, used our buying power when you we were buying, you know, for at one point in time we were probably doing seven hundred thousand meals in a week.
1: Oh my gosh. Um
3: across all channels in the across the United States. Um but you know, we we heard you know uh, the impact that it made for these the some of these mom and pop places that that we worked with and and we and they just weren't barbecue either during that time. I mean, we worked with uh, a couple of food trucks here in Kansas City um, during that time. We worked, you know, Plowboys was actually the uh, um, was actually the pilot for it nationwide. And we learned a lot from what we thought, you know, the program would be and what it morphed into over, you know, over about a, Four month period.
1: Yeah, you know, Stan, if you're looking for another charity to help out, I'm going to give you my address when we get off the air. <laughs> and if you could just pull one of the trucks and a smoker in front of my house, um, I'll <laughs> let some of my neighbors eat. I'm that nice of a guy, but uh, I would really appreciate that. You know, on your website, which is OBR.org, like I've been saying, it's real easy to make a donation. I made one yesterday, but you've got a line, and we just got one minute left, but I want to throw this out there. And I love this line it's the healing power of barbecue. And that's what you guys are doing. Over 9 million meals. You've been all over the country. You were just down in Texas, which, of course, got decimated because of the cold weather down there. And it's just great what you're doing. And, and, and you know... Keep up the good work. We're cheering for you. Uh, Stan, we want everybody, again, to go to your website to check it out. And, of course, make a donation. It's OperationBBQRelief.org. And just look at the videos. If you you, you don't have any money right now, just check it out. OBR.org. Stan Hayes, co-founder and CEO of Operation Barbecue Relief. Thank you so much for being on the show. Coming up next, well, we're going to be talking to Dan. And Dan's going to be talking about grills and smokers and All kinds of things that we got coming up because, well, spring is here and we'll be talking to Dan about that coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And our weekly radio station shout-out goes to News Talk KPEL 96.5 FM down in Lafayette, Louisiana. You can check them out on their website at KPEL965.com. want to do a shout-out to Brandon, and I don't know how to say his last name because this is a Louisiana name if you've ever seen it. But uh, Camus? Cam- it's French, maybe? Come on. French? Did come... Anyway, Brandon, thanks for having us. <laughs> and thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation and the Kansas City Barbecue Store.com product spotlight. Okay, and Dan thinks I'm going to do this for one reason and I've got another, but I'll explain in a second. It's the Kansas City BBQ Store apron, only $12. <laughs> 12.99. It's got all kinds of pockets and stuff. Talk about the apron. Well, you know, it's a
2: it's a standard apron with our <laughs> big old logo on the front of it that I had made a couple years back and Yeah, I wear one every day whenever I'm cooking, and wear one at every contest. And I'll tell you what, it's the best apron ever made.
1: (laughs) Well, and you got you got the it has an adjustable neck strap, right? And it fits it fits us fat guys. It fits fat guys. I mean,
2: that's a perfect apron right there.
1: Front patch pockets, a pen pocket so you can, you can make put,
2: notes. Yeah, you can put a full beer and a koozie in that front pocket and your thermopen in the other one, and that's
1: all you need for barbecue. Not going there. Self-fabric ties. <laughs> but here's why I'm going to buy one. Machine washable. Machine washable. Yes. <laughs> but here's why I'm going to buy one. Because of COVID, I'm, I'm ge- I am I'm get a lot of food to go. Oh, I thought you were going to cut it up and make it into a mask. No. Oh. But I don't eat in restaurants yet. Oh, okay. I eat in my car. All the time. <laughs> okay. No, you can't buy one just because you're a slob. No, that's exactly. <laughs> well, that's what an apron's for, for to, to
2: catch stuff. No, this apron is to promote the barbecue store because it has our logo on it, like in a 10-inch diameter Well, logo. if
1: somebody pulls up next to me and they get out okay, of the car. if somebody pulls up next to you and you're wearing an apron in your car
2: and eating... They are going to speed off as fast as they they won't even notice you're wearing an apron. Dan, Dan, Dan.
0: Okay. Nobody's going to be able to see your logo in about two weeks. So. <laughs> right. If
2: you keep eating in your
1: car, it's just it's going to get folded under your belt. There might be a little barbecue sauce on it. But that's why I'm getting one okay. is to eat it. I'm going to leave it in my car. I, that and a roll of paper towels. I'm going to get in my, my car. I'm going to get one with a name tag that says my name is Dave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's only twelve ninety nine, and it's at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. dot After a while, somebody's going to come up to Dave and go, "Is, is, is that a turtle? Well, yeah. no, it's actually it's supposed to be flames.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just, I think that that was definitely the best product spotlight. I think by
1: far. Oh, well, you're welcome on yeah, that. That was a good good call. Yeah, well, I I saw it and when I saw it. I went, I'm getting that for you my car. I got to have them yeah. in my car. I'll bring you one. I'm not. Oh, never yeah, mind that. I'm going to make a note. No, if we can get Stan to pull this truck up in front of my house, I'm going to be taken care of. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we have got it's it's march. I mentioned the you know the march sauce of the month. Yeah. Spring training started. Everything's going good. Things are starting to go good. I saw some people on a golf course today driving over here. So people are starting to think about okay, I've got this grill or smoker. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's kind of on its last legs or there's a lot of people who have never bought a grill or smoker. I I think probably you can tell me most, a lot of people, a ton of people own grills, but not as many people own smokers and maybe they're getting their first smoker. Is that, well,
2: is that true? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, we saw that a lot last year early on with, uh, with the, the stay at home orders, Right. You know, we, we sold a lot of grills and, uh, and I truly believe that because of that, we're going to see a lot of carryover of people, you know, talking to, you know, maybe their neighbors or maybe mm-hmm. their, their brother or, you know, their, one of their family members bought a new smoker and they're super excited about it. And so there's, I think we're going to see a lot of carryover with, with new people getting into smoking foods and, and getting into, to you know, traditional slow cooking and, you know, even maybe some, a lot of people getting into doing outdoor cooking that they've never done before.
1: Well, plus probably some people are tired of smelling their neighbor's smoker Absolutely. going all the time. And, and they're that, like, <laughs> you know, that,
2: and that's one of the things, you know, I, I, it was funny. I, I we don't live in town, but I, I, my daughters, they have pitching lessons in town in, uh, in Lewisburg and, uh. And we pulled up to the gymnasium where they do their their pitching lessons at, and I could smell a Traeger burning somewhere in the neighborhood. And I was like, well, that smells like a Traeger pellet grill right there. And my, my kids, you know, obviously they're like, dad, come on, let's just go inside. It's cold outside. I was like, wait a minute. Is that a cherry pellet? I think that's a cherry pellet and they're definitely cooking pork.
1: And and he was like, (laughs) and it's 0.2 miles to the Southeast of here. You know, I can just tell, you know, but yeah. And
2: that really it's contagious, you know, once, and then once people figure out how to do it right one time, then it just, it opens a floodgates. And then next thing you know, they're, they're at the grocery store digging through ribs and digging through briskets. Like, what can I do now? And then driving their wives crazy because they're spending all this money on briskets. But it, you know we're gonna see a lot of carryover and i'm I'm super excited for for spring and for eighty degree weather and and all that stuff and and there's a lot of new cookers coming out there's a lot of uh there's a lot of new barbecue products coming out but you know the the biggest thing is is we're gonna see a big push by some of these big um grilling companies and and smoker companies to to really get people lined up and get people excited about cooking in the backyard
1: okay, so let's say somebody comes in your store. And they've grilled, you know, they've they've grilled steaks and pork chops and fish and things, but they're like, man, everybody's talking about smoking meats. I want to learn how to smoke meat. Uh What, what would it, what would one in your store, a smoker in your store that you would recommend for a first timer?
2: You know, number one, you, you have to really get an idea of how much time they want to devote to it. And, uh, you know, there's a certain amount of, of want to, when it comes to the process and if they're, if they're kind of like, they're, they're like me, they, they really enjoy the process of cooking and, and really learning and, and breaking down how something wants to cook. So you kind of get a feel of that. And you can, you can tell because you just ask the right questions and not try to be too invasive about it. But I always ask people, how much do you like cooking? Do you cook at the house? Do you cook indoors? And if they say yes, and they get excited about it and you can tell, you know, you, you point them in the direction of something that, that they might, it might take a little bit more effort, but it's something that will take, you know, Occupy that time in a fun way, to where they're not just getting you know, they're just getting mad and bored with it, and, and they lose interest. So you know, a, a, a stick burner, for example, great cooker for somebody who really enjoys the process, who really wants to go out there, poke a fire, maybe drink a couple of beers, and and sit on the back por- on the back porch and just soak up the sun. Now, if you're if it's somebody that has a super busy lifestyle and and they just want something that they can fire up after work, cook some chicken, cook some ribs. You know, the a great grill for that is a pellet grill. You know, you you get the same kind of you get the same similar flavors, the you know similar timelines when it comes to temperatures and everything. Because 350 in a in a pellet cooker and 350 in a in a stick burner, there's there's not much difference there. You're going to see a little bit, but it, it it the temperatures stay pretty true. So you get, you put them into something that's a little bit easier, a Weber Smoky Mountain, for example. It's an old school cooker, but man, they they have stood the test of time, and you can't ever go wrong with it because From an ease of use standpoint, you fire up the cooker, you get it fired up and you just let it go. And it it basically will run itself after you really learn the little intricacies of it and uh, really learn the amount of charcoal that you need to get started.
1: Well, you know, and I'm, as we all know, I live alone with my two cats and no, I am not the cat lady up the street. I need need two more cats to qualify, but... I live alone, you know, and of course with COVID not having people over normal, but I've just got a small little grill that yeah. I have. Uh-huh. And what would be, if if you're like, maybe maybe you're just a couple, maybe you're not even, you know, just a, two people. Right. What would be the, the equivalent of that for a smoker? Because those are usually going to run you a little bigger, right?
2: Not necessarily. I mean, there are, like, like, we will go back to the pellet cookers and I, you know, I'll keep hammering this because they are a great cooker, but- you know a Traeger pellet cooker. They they make a, a what they call a, a, a tailgater, which is a great size for if you're doing one or two things. Uh, I've done a whole brisket on a on a tailgater, and it's been just fine. But it's also small enough where if you want to fire it up, it has uh, the square inches on it is you know you can do a hamburger, and you're not going to just be burning through fuel. Okay, you know you can do a couple burgers, do a couple chicken breasts, and it and it's fine. And they heat up fast because it's a smaller unit. Um, but then you can crank it way down and cook it 225 degrees and do an overnight pork butt if you want to
1: okay so uh, dumb david here asking the question so okay, we got here we go we got our grills yes okay which i have mm-hmm. you know love yes. and then you got your smokers okay which i don't have one yet we're gonna fix that what if somebody wants uh, uh would you call it a hybrid that does both oh man you know and yeah there and
2: there are grills that you can do
1: both. Most of them you
2: can, once you learn the techniques and everything. I mean, you can do-
1: Oh, so there's a catch. No, there's not a catch. <laughs> and you don't have to
2: buy a bunch of gizmos to do it. However, you can, you can smoke on a Weber kettle, you can grill on a Weber kettle. You can smoke on a pellet cooker, most pellet cookers you can grill on. Uh, you know, it just, it's about learning your cooker, having fun with it, and, and really understanding what you need in order to accomplish what you want.
1: Well, and of course, you can learn more about all those at the Kansas City BBQ store dot com. I uh, want to thank again to, for having uh, just such a great guest on Stan Hayes, who's a part of Operation Barbecue Relief to make a donation. OBR dot org. Um, of course, we talked to Dan about Uh, grills and smokers and our sauce of the month eat barbecue IPO sauce 16 ounce only $6.49 and you can get that at the BBQStore.com amazing on just about anything and of course like us on Facebook and we'll be back next week with more barbecuing tips right here on Barbecue Radio Nation